Friday morning to all of you Top Fan Rivalry followers. We appreciate you joining us on Friday. It's the end of the week. It's exciting times. We're going to come back with the National League East. We talked to AJ earlier this week, and he uh, talked a little bit about the Phillies, but that wasn't enough. We need to continue that that path. So I got Chris and I got Dukes on with me today. Fellas, how you doing this morning on a Friday? How you doing, Bill? Good. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. You bet. You bet. I'm excited to have you guys on. So I just kind of let the cat out of the bag and I said who your favorite team was. But uh, I guess, Chris, lead us off. How did that become your favorite team? Uh, lifelong Philadelphia fan. It's, you know, it, it's not an option if you're from Philadelphia to like someone else. So you're born this way, good or bad. Um, mostly bad for most of our life, but you know, it, it's, it's a curse a little bit. Um, you know, we're mad at our dads and moms or uncles or whoever brought us up in this way, but it's really never an option. You know, you're from Philly, you're a Phillies fan, period. You can have a second team. That's okay. Just as long as it's not an NL East team. Yeah, as long as it's not the Braves or the Mets, right? Yeah, definitely not the Mets. Not the Mets. There you go. There you go. Now, Dukes, how do you become a Philly fan? Same thing. Uh, born and raised in Philadelphia. My dad, huge Phillies fan his whole life. I think Chris and I were a little lucky because we were both born mid-70s when the Phillies were starting to get good. So we saw an 80 World Series when we were around six years old, 83 World Series when we were eight. So the early part of our Phillies fandom was pretty good. And we hit a little rough patch for a few years, but uh, hopefully we're back after last year's World Series run. Yeah, you guys had, and you had the mid two uh, thousands as well. So, yeah, I yes, I, I, I was I, I'm not going to admit this, um, you know, because I have a lot of Astro uh, followers too. But I was pulling for the Phillies, being a Dodger fan, right? When the Phillies made the World Series, it was kind of one of those. Uh, How's this work out? You know, the, the Phillies are, you know, have knocked us around in the playoffs, but the Astros, well, they, well, anyways, we're not going to talk about what they did. <laughs> I hope you edit, don't edit that part out because I'm going to use that, you know, in years to come. But... <laughs> please do. Please do. Um, and if you're going to quote me, my name is Dukes and I'm from Philadelphia. No, I'm just <laughs> Awesome, fellas. I love it. I love it. Okay, so. Dukes, we'll start with you. Uh, let's go favorite player. Who's your current favorite player? Maybe who's your favorite player all time? They don't have to be Philly. They don't have to be Phillies, but you got a bunch to choose from. So go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think right now my favorite player is Bryce Harper. I just think he, he you know, the last year that home run he hit in game five against the Padres just rose to the occasion. And he rose to the occasion the entire playoff. And when you have a superstar that rises to the occasion, it just makes him a super superstar. And he is just so fun to watch. He hustles. He gets Philly. His whole stick sh with the fanatic and wearing fanatic shoes. And I mean, he's just he he. You know, when he was with the Nationals, you hated him because he would kill the Phillies. But since he came over here, I I just I can't love watching the guy play ball enough, and I can't wait for him to get back on the field because he'll totally change the Phillies lineup and the direction that the season's going um, all time. I go back to when I was a kid and it was Mike Schmidt. Uh, Mike Schmidt was just, he was the best Phillies player still to this day. Uh, huge home runs in the eighties, uh, 500 career home runs, gold gloves, all-star games, uh, MVP awards. To me, Mike Schmidt's the gold standard uh, in Philadelphia baseball. And he, he's probably my all-time favorite. Michael Jack Schmidt. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Chris, what about you? 
you know, it's it's Bryce Harper again. It's it's a cliche. It's 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 annoying. But I'll tell you what: when he was younger with the Nationals, I hated his guts. When Papelbon <laughs> choked him out, I loved it. I thought that that was the best thing I ever saw. Not running things out, not hustling, not playing it the right way. And at some point he got it. And not only did he get it, but he got it in a Philly way that we're blue collar here. We love that. You run the ball out, whether it's a guarantee, just a a chopper to second, or whether it's a fly ball, run it out hard all the time. This dude does it. He gets it. And like Chris was saying, he's awesome. And then we saw him go to another level in the playoffs. Like he is Superman. He can do no wrong in my eyes. You know, I, as a, as a Dodger fan, I've been prone to hate Bryce Harper because he always levels up when he plays the Dodgers. But I have to tell you, you nailed that, Chris, you absolutely nailed that. Cause when he was with um, the, the nationals, he was kind of young and he wanted to fight everybody. And he just, but when he came over to you guys at like that train ride, that, 45 minute train ride or whatever it was. It's like, he almost learned how to play the game the way that the game is played and your fandom, your Philly fandom. You're absolutely right. Like, even if it's a ground ball to the first baseman, who's playing a foot off the bag, you run it out, you're going to get a standing O. Um, But if you don't play the game, right, they're going to let you know about it. And yeah, which I love. And so Bryce Harper, I don't think he needs to do much more to be a first ballot hall of famer except for kind of stay the course, right? Yeah, you know, longer. You know, maybe maybe another five, six. <laughs> Win a yeah. World Series or two. <laughs> well, listen, you guys are you guys are poised for it. I was I was not surprised that you guys went as far as you did last season. Um when all the Padre fans out here in Southern California were talking about, oh Phillies, no problem where you get past them. I'm like, no, you're not. They got hot at the right time, boys and girls. And you guys stayed hot. And I, if you ever want to teach anybody how to hit opposite field, who was it that hit that home run? Was it Reese Hopkins? That went, no, it was uh, Riamuto that went opposite field uh, yeah. in the, the first game of the World Series. You ever want to teach a kid how to hit oppo? Yep. Show that video to him 100 times over. Yep. He didn't try to do anything except put the bat on the ball and just go where the ball was at. And I was so impressed. And every I just – you guys have a great fandom. Bryce Harper is a good, good call. Um, my sneaky, if I were going to say, I would agree with you on Mike Schmidt, but my sneaky pick for all-time Phil, Steve Carlton. Yeah, another good one. That guy pitch was just fun because he was almost automatic. He was automatic before uh, before Randy Johnson was automatic, right? So yeah, a lot of good guys too. And you got some of the Phils that, you know, former Phils that live out here in Orange County. Uh, Bob Boone, places like you know, guys like that. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So we so, talked about ballparks. Talk. All right. We talked about players. We talked about uh, your fandom. Let's talk about ballparks. Where have you guys been, uh, Chris? Let's start with you. Where? What ballparks have you been to? Uh, so I, I wanted to answer my favorite player of all time too. Because... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No. Okay. Hey, uh, my favorite's Jonathan Broxton. Uh, really. I love. This... I loved his 2008 pitch to Matt Stairs <laughs> in the NLCS. Yes, of course you did. I would save that one for you, Bill. Of course you did. Dude, that, okay, <laughs> that's fair. That turnabout's fair play. 
I remember when Matt Stairs came up and I was watching the game with some buddies and Matt Stairs was the guy that had three beers and three hot dogs before the game. Never hit a treadmill. Yeah. Never did anything in the weight room, right? Just a pudgy little guy, almost like a John Cruck figure, right? And he hits that home run three quarters of the way up the bleachers. And when the ball hit the bat, I'm like, oh, Lord. And, yeah, but thank you for the reminder. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry. I had to do it, Bill. No, we have very little on big wins, and the Dodgers have plenty over the fills and 77. And so, but I that was our one, so I had to get it. Um, I've been to 17 parks overall. 17. So, yeah. Um, most of the ones in the mid of America, I have not hit because um, I don't like things that are mid. I don't know. I want to go to cool stuff. I want to go to the coasts. I want to go to the East Coast, the West Coast. I don't want to do anything cincinnati kansas city colorado they don't want to come on your show i'm not coming to their park <laughs> amen brother amen <laughs> what's your favorite what's your favorite ballpark you've been to uh i well i love fenway because i i like the I, i'm a fan of like pre-war uh baseball or you know early baseball and just be able to see you know and look at a field that i know ted williams uh Cy Young, Ty Cobb, Teddy Ballgame all played on. And you know, I'm a little bit taller, so I'm like six four. And like walking through there and looking outside, it doesn't look like a ballpark could fit in it. And there's places where you have to duck. It's just the neatest, coolest place. Uh, that's that's by far my favorite. Have you ever done the stadium tour? Yeah. Yep. So you've been in the clubhouse, the visitors clubhouse? Yes, but this was this was probably 10, 12 years ago. So it's not as cool. And it was pre monster seat. So yeah. but the yeah. yeah the that was a I mean those lockers. Dukes, have you ever been in the visiting clubhouse? I, I haven't been to Fenway yet. Okay. So so Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but you literally can take a folding chair like the ones that we had in high school. And both sides of those folding chairs touch the sides of the locker. I mean, they are small lockers. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, Babe Ruth fit in this thing? What? <laughs> you know, and I'm starting to think of all these visiting players that were big <laughs> dudes like Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas was able to grab his crap and get it out of the locker? Wow. that's imp- I, Chris, am I wrong? That's Cecil Fielder. <laughs> yeah, Cecil Jonathan Broxton. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Uh, okay, this has been fun having the drunk Bill fans on. Hey, we appreciate it. No. Oh, dudes, where have you been? Ballparks. Uh, actually, last summer I was out by you. I uh, My daughter was playing a softball tournament at Dodger Stadium and the Anaheim Stadium, which was very cool. Um, you know, hit this East Coast one, Yankee Stadium. Uh, down in Baltimore, Camden Yards. Uh, I've been to Houston, Chicago. Uh, so I've seen quite a few. Um, I think I think Camden Yards is probably my favorite just because that was kind of the first ballpark that went back to that the retro look, you know, the the modern ballpark but with the retro look. And uh, I got to see the Phillies down there in the second or third year that it was open. So it was still pretty brand new. Um, and I got to see the Phil. So it was, a, it was a great experience to go down there and uh, – 
and see that ballpark. And um, yeah, but they're all cool. It's great to see, you know, just see different places that you, you've watched your whole life. And uh, Chicago was great. Wrigley Field was great. Did the tour there. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think Cam. So I'm going to ask you guys that those are awesome parks because I've had a couple Orioles guys on the show and one of the guys says to me, he goes, Hey, let me know when you're going. Cause it's not in the best place. The ballpark's not in the best place as far as neighborhood is concerned. Just let me know where you're going. I'll help you get there. Right. And get you the right food and stuff. I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a, a follow-up question to that question. So this summer you have a month off of work. Okay. Um, money's not an object. And you can visit five ballparks that you haven't been to yet. Okay, now, Chris, this one's going to be tough for you because you already aren't giddy up about some of the ballparks that you haven't been to. But so, Dukes, we'll start with you. Five ballparks that you haven't been to that you would visit if money wasn't an object and you had a month off. I would definitely do Fenway because that's always been kind of a bucket list stop for me to go to, go okay. to Fenway. Probably like to go to City Field, just Phillies win in City Field. Um, haven't been there yet, uh, but that's definitely a trip that I'm going to make. Um, Pittsburgh, I hear great things about how nice the stadium is out in Pittsburgh. So I'd like to go, you know, the Pirates aren't that great. I'd like to still go out and, and see the ballpark in Pittsburgh. Um, hoping my daughter gets picked for a team this year. The tournament's in Seattle, so I could go out and see Seattle. Um and let's think. And San Diego has always been a bucket list place. Uh, we were hoping to try and make it there when we were out there last summer, but they weren't at home, so uh, we didn't we didn't make a trip. Uh, but those are probably the five I'd like to see. Good call. Petco Park's gorgeous. Um, those are good calls. Those are great calls right there. I like that. Um, and if you make your way out here and you're going to do that, let me know ahead of time. I'll grab tickets to go with you guys. I'll tour you guys around. I'll kind of show you, you know, some of the places. There's some great restaurants that are around there. And it's a great, it's a great environment. It's an it's an atmosphere. It's an environment. It's a great place to watch a ball game. It really is. So um, regardless of what the Padre fans think of Dodger fans right now, or or first ballot Hall of Famer, Jonathan Broxton, regardless of what they think of the first ballot guy, Hall of Famer. I'm surprised he didn't get a, a 100% of the vote, to be honest with you. I mean, that Not guy was in shape. Like that guy was like ripped like nobody else, right? Um, <laughs> Chris, where would you go? You got the a month off, unlimited resources. Which five ballparks are you going to go well, to? Yemen. I've not been to Seattle, and they're kind of like my second favorite team. So that would be the okay. first place I, uh, no doubt about that. Um, I'm going to give some of the people who like, you know, we were talking about before. I'm going to go to the Rockies. I don't know. I just, I want to go there. I like Coors Banquet. I want it right from the tap. <laughs> no, for, for nothing else. I, I want to go to Coors uh, and have it uh, straight from the tap. Uh, I've not been to the tear. Um, and then the last two I'm going to say are, I want to go to minor league stadiums. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to go where the Birmingham Barons place, so Rickwood Field, which is like, you know, an ancient field, one of the oldest that's still around. Um, and the other one, uh, I, I, 
I'm trying to think of the, it was uh, where the Seattle Rainiers that became the Se Seattle Pilots played. Um, so it was a minor league stadium up there. It is one of the oldest. So I think I just like to check those two out. I think Rick would feel it's, uh, you know, so many players have played there and it's still around. Yeah. So, because I don't know who wants to get Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, you know, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. They're gonna they're gonna lose a hundred games this season. So, you know, they're they're still in the rebuilding decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been there, we've been there. Uh, so have we trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so have we. Um. So give me your guys' two thousand twenty three outlooks for the fighting pills. What? you know in in a wrap-up kind of between what do you think the the strong points are and what do you think the the maybe i'm not gonna say negatives but what do you think can be improved on to go deep this year mind you right mind you i, I don't think you guys have gotten the start that you wanted but i mean we're still what 18 20 games in the season so it doesn't matter it's not the end of the world right now with your team you don't freak out especially not with that lineup but Chris, why don't you give me a, a, a 2023 breakdown and then Dukes will let you in that. Uh, so what, what I'm worried about now is basically the same thing I was worried about last year, getting Harper back, back after being, don't get down 10 games, just, just win enough and wait, wait till this, wait till the dude comes back. Um, I think that that's kind of what we've all been waiting for. Now, I think that the, you know, what are the strengths? Well, the lineup, we've got Stott hitting almost 400, Marsh almost hitting 400. Uh, Turner hasn't even been hot yet, and he's hitting 300. Uh, Schwarber and Real Muto have not been playing terribly well at all. Um, we'd be sitting here in my spot. Um, instead of playing center field in the major leagues, because he's terrible, absolutely the worst player in the major league baseball. Like, honestly, this dude has been in the majors for, uh, you know, now, I mean, this year, last year, played for Oakland. Oakland didn't want him. Oakland's the worst team on the planet. And this dude cannot get a glove that's not green and orange like the athletics. He still has a green and orange glove. He's playing for the Phillies. Yo, dude, you're a major league player, man. Making millions of dumb glove. Get a leather colored glove. Um, so our our uh negative is the bench, um, which is kind of what I was leading into. Pache's horrendous. Jake Cave, I had great hopes for him, but he's not, you know, not a uh Matt Stairs. Um, because we can remember what Matt Stairs can do in the playoffs, like you know, that that uh uh, I, I heard you did something against Jonathan Broxton, but I don't remember. Yeah, did yeah. you do anything against Jonathan Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will remember that now. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, <laughs> I trust the pitching. I trust the pitching. Um, I'm concerned about the bench. Um, okay. And I'm not concerned about 100 wins. I don't care. I'm good with 85. Get us in. Get us hot at the end. And we'll see where it goes. Interesting. Good call. Uh, Dukes. Yeah, I'm kind of the same with Chris. I mean, the offense, you know, if you look at the offensive statistics, the batting average, we're up in the top in the league, uh, on base percentage, top in the league. Runners in scoring positions have been an issue early on. We're not scoring as many runs. Uh, um, I think our coming out of that back end of the bullpen, they've kind of settled down. 
Alvarado has been a, a bright spot for him. He's coming out, striking out guys. They finally put him in in the closer role the last two games, and he's been lights out in those two games. Um, obviously, you get a guy like Harper back. You're injecting your lineup with an all-star to an already good lineup. Um, Castellanos looks like a different hitter this year, not chasing as many pitches. Still doesn't have a home run, so you're a little concerned that his power numbers aren't there yet, but he's hit a lot of doubles. Um, see hundred. Um, I'm a little concerned with the back end of our rotation. Uh, right now you got two lefties at the end, Bailey Falter and converted reliever Matt Stram, um, pitching in the back end four and five spots. Hopefully we'll have Ranger Suarez back short shortly. I mean, one of those guys will get bumped into long relief, but I, I think the Phillies, you know, like Chris said, hang around. It's been a tough start. You know, stay within puncher's distance till we get Harper back, and then hopefully Nola Wheeler start rolling into form, change your back, and I think the Phillies can be right back in the playoffs, and then get hot at the right time, and you're you know you're you're back in the in the World Series again, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, we're we got high hopes for this season. That's a good call because I honestly, I I look at the Phillies and I I look at them and I compare them to maybe the 2008 Yankees, right? Not the 2009 Yankees that won the World Series, 2008 Yankees, where you guys have a lot of firepower. The question is going to be how good is going to be your bullpen and how far can your starting pitching go? Because any team that's going to make a serious run, and correct me, boys, if you think I'm wrong on this, but you need to get anywhere from 40 to 60 but 50 is a sweet spot, really. 50 wins from your starting pitching. Because that means your starting pitching went far enough where your bullpen's not burned out in October. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it, it totally does. I think, you know, you get 12, 12, 10, 10, and 5, and 7 from, you know, your five guys. What we found in the playoffs is you have to have three guys who are studs. You can't just have two. You cannot have two because we got exposed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you could when it was Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling back in 01, <laughs> where there was yeah. only like there was a wild card round, a single elimination type thing. And so but now that the playoffs are six months long and game seven of the World Series could be playing on Thanksgiving after the Detroit Lions play their game. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> You, you got to have like 14 different starters when you're in the, but I, my only concern, cause I, you know, I, we do a predictions podcast and next year I'll have you boys on the predictions podcast. It's usually a group of 20, 25 people. And it's just kind of rapid fire. Tell me who is going to win this division, this division, this division. Um, early on, I said that if Kate Upton can stay off the IL, the Mets are the Mets have a shot be, between Max Scherzer and Kate Upton um, to win that division, but the IL was going to be the concern, right? And what did he get? I mean, Max Scherzer on Wednesday got tossed out of a game for sticky substance on his hand, right? Against my Dodgers on Wednesday. So I mean, that's going to met. That's the one thing exactly. know, the Mets are always going to met. The Mets are going to Met and FTM, you know, just because, like, no one likes the Mets. Yeah. The Mets fans don't even like the Mets. They don't even like themselves. So, I'm sure you had. Oh, I, we've had we've had plenty of Mets fans on. It's, yeah. it's actually, 
but it's it's like I said, you guys have the firepower to do it. And like you say, you guys haven't even hit on all your cylinders. Cassianos looks like a different player, but some of your guys, like Trey Turner, hasn't even hit his full stride yet. Um, I think on Wednesday when I was watching the game against the White Sox, he almost hit for the cycle. So yep. like you're starting to see things happen. You haven't even hit your stride yet. It's just the question mark is how far does your pitching go? And then how much can your bullpen take? Right. And so, but isn't that the question of of all teams that are strong? The Yankees, the Dodgers, the Padres. I mean, the Padres have Murder's Row right now, and they're below 500 because they yeah. can't pitch. But they're also not hitting either. But they, so right now it's just a slow start for them. And they also shouldn't have had those guys come out last year and do that song. That's what's in <laughs> that room. We Is saw that, that happen. And we're like, we're going to and see you later, dudes. The that baseball gods are paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh listening God. embarrassing to everyone. <laughs> everyone. Down with the Browns. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, well, top fan rivalry followers, this is Dukes. This is Chris. These guys are phenomenal. I reached out to them to get them on the show because I heard that they were great guys and they have done nothing but prove that right. They're phenomenal dudes. Uh, as you're listening to this today, driving to work on a Friday or whenever you're listening to it on Friday, make sure we've tagged them. So make sure that you're following them. Uh, they got great Phillies content, whether you're a Phillies fan or not. Um, check out their stuff because they are they're good dudes, and obviously you can tell they like the history of the game and the fandom of baseball. So make sure you're checking them out. So, Chris, Dukes, can we have you back on at another time as well? Absolutely. This is awesome. Thanks for having us on, Bill. This is a lot of fun. A lot Love of fun. talking baseball. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, top fan rivalry followers, make sure you're following these guys. Make sure you're checking out the website for the watch parties. we got a lot of them coming up. It's going to be crazy. So. Make sure you're doing that, and we'll make sure we get these guys on soon. Stick on a second, fellas, and we'll talk to everybody later. Have a good one.